I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. When you're part of a team, there's no such thing as something not being your game. Great all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOlDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. If you are loving the Work On Your Game podcast and you want to know what is the next step you can take to get further into this world, what you need to do is go claim your free copy of my newest book, The Third Day. In that book, I'm going to give you some simple performance formulas, brand new formulas that will help you be more consistent and disciplined and trust yourself more. And all of this with no willpower required. All you have to do is follow these new approaches that I'm going to give you about performing consistency and discipline. You're going to learn to trust yourself, perform at a high level, build that reputation, and you will not need to will yourself into working hard or any of that old stuff that you've been hearing from other people about consistency. I'm going to show you the way to do it right. I'm going to give you the book for free. All you're going to do is cover the shipping. Just go to thirddaybook.com. So that's my newest book, Third Day. I'm going to give it to you free. All you're going to do is cover the shipping. It's a physical book. The link is thirddaybook.com. Many people have asked me, Dre, do you do any form of coaching? Answer is yes. I have two coaching programs open, as a matter of fact. First, my one-on-one coaching program is my third day mastermind. For those of you who want one-on-one personalized attention, where it's just you and I, we talk specifically about your goals, your challenges, where you want to go business professional-wise, where you're trying to get to, where you're at, what type of changes need to happen, whether those are tangible changes, intangible changes, starting with the being, then the doing. And of course, we got to get to the measurable havings. That is in my third day mastermind. My other coaching program is my Bulletproof Mastermind. That is my group coaching program where I will help you have clear, duplicatable systems for yourself and for your business and the discipline to execute. And I will help you make sure you have all of that stuff in place in 30 days or less. And then You're going to stick around the program even when you have your systems in place so that you can build your network, so that you can connect with other people, so that you can trade for services, so that you can make those phone calls and send a text message and get problems handled that you otherwise don't need to be handling yourself or would not be able to handle yourself. That is in my group program called the Bulletproof Mastermind. You can get information and join either program by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com right now. Again, that is WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com for my one-on-one coaching or my group coaching program. For one-on-one, you hop on a Zoom call with me so we can talk about who you are, where you're at, and how we can get started. And the group coaching program, you can sign up right there on the website right now. Both programs, all information, all details, and get started by going to WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com.
You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and offensively, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative that is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Then we put all this together to a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques, and mindsets all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to be. And actually, I'm not even going to tell you how to be. Actually, I am going to tell you, but the title is I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a directive. Then I'm going to explain to you how to enact this directive. It is be an asset and not a liability. That is the topic here today. Be an asset, not a liability. Now, before I get into explaining where this topic's coming from and where it's going, let me tell everybody that I send out a daily motivation text every single morning, free of charge, to everyone who is in my texting community. If you are not yet in that texting community, all you got to do is text me at the following number, 305-384-6894. It's free to get in, and every single day you'll get a daily motivation text message, quick text from me every single morning straight to your phone. This message is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point throughout your days. And as a bonus, you can actually respond to any of those text messages that you will be texting directly with me. I do take time every single day and go through my text messages and respond to people's messages. So that number again is 305-384-6894. Make sure you text me so you can get the daily motivation text every single day straight to your phone. Now this topic, being an asset, not a liability. First of all, let's, as usual here on this show, let's make sure we have clear definitions as to what we're talking about. When we say being an asset, and when I talk about an asset or a liability, let's be clear exactly what we're talking about so we're all on the same page here. So first of all, definition of an asset is a useful or valuable thing, person, or quality. That's the end of the definition. Now, in financial terms, if we're talking money, you're talking a balance sheet, what is an asset? An asset is simply something that is putting money in your pocket. If it is making you money, it is an asset. If you own some type of financial vehicle that every month it is bringing money back to your account, that's an asset. If you own some property that you rent out and every month someone is paying you to live in that place. So say you own a a multifamily apartment building and every month you're getting payments from the tenants, that is an asset. If you own a business and every month that business is making you money, that business is an asset. Anything that you have that is putting money in your pocket consistently is an asset. It is adding to. It is valuable. This word valuable is in the definition of asset, the dictionary definition of asset. And I'm going to make sure I'm being clear what it means by valuable because it's a very relative term. It's that it is giving you more value than what you had before. All right. It's adding to what you have. Okay. That's the definition of an asset. Now, liability, on the other hand, here's the definition of liability a person or thing whose presence or behavior is likely to cause embarrassment or put one at a disadvantage. Now, that's the end of the definition. Now, again, going back to the financial economic definition of a liability, it is very simply something that is taking money out of your pocket. In other words, the thing that you have that is costing you more and more each t- is costing you more on a, consider- on a consistent basis. Doesn't you actually, actually, don't you have to be consistent. It's just the value of it. Whatever it is worth for you is worth less and less on a hard numbers basis the more you use it. So, for example, if you go buy a car for $50,000, $100,000, doesn't matter how much you spend on the car, 
In many instances, you may have heard people talk about this before. As soon as you drive a car off the lot, the value of the car goes down. Now, there are some exceptions. There are some vehicles that the value of them goes up because maybe they're classic or if you keep them in great shape, you restore them or maybe the supply is low. So then they become worth more simply because the value of it goes up because you kept it for a certain period of time or whatever. But in a general sense, when you get a vehicle, the value of it is less three years later than it was when you got it. That makes the car a liability. Anything that is consistently costing you is on a balance sheet a liability. Now, I want to be clear. It doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't have any liabilities because you probably couldn't even live your life. You didn't have anything that was costing you anything. Everything was just making you and you didn't have to. It didn't cost you for anything. You, I don't know is a way to function in life with that. So I'm not necessarily saying that liabilities are always a bad thing. But when we're not talking about finance here. But I gave you that definition just because I'm talking about assets and liabilities. We're talking more on the personal value. What are you bringing to the table? Are you making situations better approach? That's what we're talking about here today. We're using more of the dictionary definition, less of the financial definition. But the part about the asset bringing things to the table and a liability taking things off the table, we are going to use that. But it doesn't necessarily have to be about money. Okay, so today we're going to talk about how to be an asset to any group you're a part of. Again, a useful or valuable person that is bringing more things to the table than you're taking off the table. And we'll talk about that more in a moment. Point number one, topping once again, is how to be an asset, not a liability. Or I'm telling you, be an asset, not a liability. Number one, see what the situation needs and provide it. That's what assets do. And again, I'm talking about an asset as a human being because we have the ability to look at a situation, assess the situation, think critically about the situation that we're looking at, identify what is needed in that situation, and then hopefully we have the resources to provide what is necessary for the situation. That is what an asset does. See what you need and bring it. When I was in a basketball player, one of the things that I always prided myself on, and I would say this about myself when I was playing, is that any team that you put me on, I will find a way to make myself valuable to that team. So even though if my main thing was I wanted to be the guy who scored 30 points a game, and a lot of basketball players have that mindset. If you put me on a team where you already got two guys or three guys who are already scoring all the points, I can still play on that team and be an asset because that's not the only thing I'm capable of doing. Maybe it's my favorite thing to do. Doesn't mean I can't do other things like pass the ball, rebound, play defense, be a floor spacer, be a person who cuts off the ball. I don't really have a ball in my hand a lot, but I can play off the ball and still be an asset and score points. I can still find a way to make myself valuable to that team, even though I'm not getting to do my favorite thing. I consider myself versatile in that way as a player. Now, at the same time, I knew a lot of players and came across a lot of players who I wish I didn't know who were absolutely not this. They were not assets to teams unless the situation was custom tailored to their specific desires and needs. Remember, I was playing in a recreational league uh, down here in Miami with this guy. This is probably about maybe 2009, 2010. This dude was about six, seven, six feet, seven inches tall. And he wasn't he was not a very good player. I never really liked his abilities. But the team that I was playing on wasn't my team. I was on the team, but another guy had put the team together. So where he found this guy, I don't know. But wherever he found him, he should have sent him back. I remember we were playing in this game once and the other team was just killing us on the the inside, they were just getting a lot of offensive rebounds, scoring a lot of points in the paint. And this guy on our team, he's six seven. He was probably the tallest or second tallest guy we had on the roster. Mind you, this is a recreational league. This is not like overseas anywhere. And he's the second tallest guy we had on the team, but he just had an aversion to going inside of the lane. He just liked to 
be on the outside, shoot three pointers. Then on defense, he was he might as well not even have been there. He wasn't doing anything. I remember we're in a in the midst of the game, we're in a timeout, and I'm yelling at him, like, dude, like grab some damn rebounds, do something inside the paint, have some presence. Just go down there and stand there with your hands up. It'll probably help us stop the other team from scoring some points for six, seven. Just get down there and do something. And he responded by saying to me, I'm not going to do that. And I said, why not? He said, and I quote, that's not my game. That is what close quote. That's what he said. That's not my game. Any of you who plays basketball, you have probably heard this phrase from some players that you've been around. Hopefully, those of you who are listening to this, I know I got coaches listening to this and trainers and maybe parents of players. If you as a player ever say this phrase, or if you are a coach and you have a player who says this phrase, or you're a parent and your child says this phrase, then there's an intervention that needs to occur immediately. Understand something. When you're part of a team, and basketball is a team sport, the last time that I checked, when you're part of a team, there's no such thing as something not being your game. If you own a business, for example, and the bathroom needs to be cleaned, and there's nobody around that you can assign to clean the bathroom, guess what? It's your game to clean the bathroom. Whatever needs to be done to help a team succeed, if you're a member of that team and you're an asset, you do it. That's what an asset does. Whatever is necessary to help the team. We talked about being a difference maker versus being a good player. Just a few episodes ago here on the show, that was episode number 2079 and 2080. Good players versus difference makers, and then how to go from being a good player to being a difference maker. One of the things that you are not allowed to say when you're a difference maker is something is not your game or is not your job or is not your responsibility. Everything's your responsibility. You don't have, when you're playing basketball on defense, for example, again, any of you play organized basketball or you are involved in organized basketball, you understand, even if your team is playing man-to-man defense, that means each man on the court, there are five people on the court, they are assigned to guard one person on the other team. Even if the person on the other team who has the ball and scores is not the person that you're assigned to guard, you are still responsible for playing what we call help defense. So if your teammate gets beat defensively, you need to come over and help your teammate out. And you are still responsible for getting back to the person that you're supposed to be guarding. Now, you might think that's kind of unfair. I got to help my teammate who got beat and I got to still guard the person that I'm supposed to guard. Yes, that's the job that you signed up for when you get on a basketball team, at least when you're playing at a high level. Everything's your job. There is no such thing as something not being your game in any group that you're a part of. Any of you who is a leader, any of you who's a business owner, any of you who is a in a position of authority within any group, everything's your job. And those of you who are good at it, and if you listen to this show consistently, you're good at it, you know, everything's your job. You do not have the luxury of saying something's not your job. And this guy, the six, seven guy that I'm talking about who wouldn't grab any damn rebounds and lead we're playing in. After that team was done. I never seen this guy again. I would never play on the same team with this guy. Again. I'd rather play against him because I know my team will win with this guy on other teams. He's a liability. He said, that's not my game. Even the stuff that was quote unquote, his game, which was, I told you, he's just like standing around the three point line and shoot jump shots. He wasn't even that great at that. All right. This is a super liability. This guy was surely not an asset. Now, while I understand every one of us in life, no matter what situation we get into, we all would love to perform only in our comfort zones, right? We would love to only just do the stuff that we love doing. We don't like, there are certain things that I don't always necessarily feel like doing in my work. I don't always feel like going through my email inbox and handling certain emails that I have to respond to. Sometimes I got to make phone calls and talk to people that I don't really feel like talking to. Sometimes I got to go update CRM. Sometimes I got to make sure the calendar is on point and set up the way it's supposed to be set up. Sometimes I got to talk to people on my staff and let them know, hey, this part is not, I know exactly what they need to be told, but I don't feel like writing it down. And I really don't feel like saying it to them. I wish they could just read my mind. 
I didn't have to go through doing all that, but I had to do it. Why? Because I'm the boss and I put myself in that position. And when you take that role, you are not allowed to say something is not your game. This is how it is. While we would all love to stay in our comfort zones, when you're an asset, sometimes you have to step outside of that to help the bigger unit. Why? Because the failure or success of that unit is a reflection on your, of your failure or success because you're the leader. This is how it goes. This is what you signed up for. Is it fair? No. But is it what it is? Yes. Again, episodes 2079 and 2080. If you want to be a difference maker, this is the job that you have. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is be an asset, not a liability. Number two, if you want to be an asset, you must give more in value than what you are asking for in exchange for that value. I shall repeat. To be an asset, you must give more in value than what you are asking for or demanding or already receiving in exchange for that value. To give an example, in episode 1217, that was Virtual Mentors Volume 5. That was the last one that I did as of this recording. It was on Michael Jordan. Now, Michael Jordan's a guy that everybody knows who it is, even if you're not a sports person. Michael Jordan's last two seasons playing for the Chicago Bulls in the NBA, his salary those two years were $30 million and $33 million, respectively, each of the last two years. And everyone who knows basketball and watched basketball during those years, that was the 1997 and 1998 NBA seasons, will tell you that Michael Jordan was worth more than what he received in payment from the Chicago Bulls. Can you imagine being worth more than 30 or $33 million a year playing basketball? That's how good Michael Jordan was. Not only was he good, but also he took full responsibility, everything that he touched, i.e. everything going on with the Chicago Bulls. And not only did he do that, he also helped all his teammates, everybody who played on those Chicago Bulls teams and won championships, all of those guys went on and made more money in future employment roles after they played with Michael Jordan. Nobody played with Michael Jordan and made less money afterwards. Everybody made more money. The owners made more money. The general managers made more money. The Chicago Bulls had more money as an organization. The coaches made more money. They all went on to get head coaching jobs. His teammates all went on to get other jobs playing in other places. Everybody did better because they were around that guy. And he was already the highest paid player in the league, but he, all, but he still over-delivered based on his salary. That's the same thing I'm telling you to do. Giving more in value than you are taking in return. You should always be underpaid. When you're an asset, you are always underpaid because you are giving more in value than whatever they're paying. It doesn't matter how much they're paying you. The value that you're giving is more than they, they can't pay you enough for the value that you actually give. In a book called The Go-Giver by Bob Berg, he talks about these five laws that you need to take with you through from the book. And if you haven't read the book, The Go-Giver, not The Go-Getter, but The Go-Giver, Go get that book and read it ASAP. And one of the things that he talks about is what they call the law of value. The law of value is very simply, your value is determined by how much more you give in value compared to how much you receive in payment. In other words, you are putting more on the table than you are taking off the table. That is what an asset does. Have you ever been to a potluck dinner? What is a potluck? It's an event or a dinner gathering where everybody brings some food. You show up, nobody shows up empty handed. Everybody comes and they bring some food and you get 10 people. They all, 10 people bring 10 different dishes and the host, they make their dishes. And the whole point of the potluck is, and this is the concept that I want to give you, if you're an asset, when you come to a potluck, 
and any group you become a part of, it's a potluck, even if you're not talking about food, is that you need to bring more food to the gathering than you plan on eating. If you're going to eat two plates worth of food, make sure you bring at least three plates worth of food with you so that you are leaving the situation better after you're gone than it was before you got there. So this is the potluck mentality that I want you to have. Bring more food than you plan on eating. All right. And if you're bringing your whole family with you, make sure you bring more than a whole family's worth of food because that's what you're going to eat. This connects to knowing your worth. Like I talked about in episode 1945, many people are very, very aware of their worth, or at least they claim to be when it's time for them to receive, but they forget about their worth when it's time to make an investment. Make sure you're not making that mistake. The person who makes that mistake is the basketball player who complains that they're not getting the ball enough. They want to get more shots, more field goal attempts. They want to score more points. But this is the same player who shows up to practice, quote unquote, on time, but they're never early. And early is on time over here in the work on your game world. For those who don't know, they don't want to work on their game. They don't want to put the time in. They don't want to stay late. They don't want to come early. They don't want to do anything extra, but they want to receive all the extra perks and benefits that they see other people getting. They're looking at the food on other people's plate. Another mistake. But at the same time, they're not investing in themselves at the same level that they wish to receive. Or this is the entrepreneur out there. And there are many of them out there who make the mistake of, of course, they want to sell. You want to sell your shit, right? You have your products, your services, your offerings, your coaching, your books, your programs, your courses, whatever it is that you're selling. But at the same time, you want to sell your shit. You're not reading books. You're not attending any conferences. You're not taking any courses. You're not investing in yourself to learn how to sell your shit. But at the same time, you're complaining that nobody's buying your shit. It makes sense when you really think about it on a logical level, doesn't it? So the question that you need to ask yourself is, are you giving as much as you are either taking or planning on taking? Because if you're taking more than you're giving, eventually that equation is going to catch up to you and you're going to lose. Now, if you are planning on taking a certain amount, but you're not giving that amount, guess what? I just solved your problem as to why you're not getting it. This is the difference between an asset and a liability. Assets put more on the table than they take off. Liabilities take more off the table than they put on. All you got to do is look at yourself, look at every group you're a part of, look at your relationships and ask yourself, which one am I? And there is a clear answer. You can lie to yourself about it, but there is a clear answer. If you want some help, I'll tell you later on how you can join my mastermind. I will tell you clearly which one you are. Point number three, today's topic once again is be an asset, not a liability. Number three, when you walk into a room or out of a room, metaphorically speaking, or literally, Do things get better or worse? In other words, if you join a group, does that group's performance get better because you're there? Does their job get easier because you are involved? And does the job get harder and their performance go down when you leave? Simply because you're an asset and without you around, it's actually harder for everybody to do their job. Or is it the opposite? You walk into a room with a certain group. When you get there, everything becomes more difficult. And when you leave, the job actually gets easier. Are you an addition by subtraction individual in a group or are you an addition by addition type of individual? Again, this is a black and white thing. And you probably know the answer if you look at any group that you're a part of. If you feign ignorance and not knowing the answer, usually it's because you're a liability. I'm just telling you straight up, but we can go deep into it. I can find out more details about you and I'll tell you exactly why you're a liability. But I can point out that you are one if you're not sure. Anyone's listening to me right now, if you're not sure, If you are an asset or a liability to any group you're a part of, let me fill you in. You're a liability. Assets know that they're assets. Anyone who doesn't know, quote unquote, you don't know, okay, you're a liability. All right, ignorance is no excuse. 
It's not acceptable to be ignorant in 2022. Ignorant meaning not to know. I don't know is not an acceptable answer for anything that you are involved in on a day-to-day basis in 2022 and beyond. Again, this is FYI for anybody who didn't know. Is the situation better off without you? Any situation that you're in. Are you making the people around you better in sports, especially in a sport like basketball, where everyone can affect every aspect of the game, as opposed to, let's say, football, where people have limited and confined roles? They always talk about the best players are the kind of players that make the players around them better. Everyone looks better, plays better, and the job is easier when that leader, that asset is the player that's on the court. You look at a player like Michael Jordan, all the players around him look better when they play with Michael Jordan than they look playing without Michael Jordan, every single one of them. You look at a player like LeBron James, he's another guy who look at the players that if you look at some of the teams that LeBron was on throughout his career, especially the years that he played in Cleveland. He was on some teams that the players around him were not very good players. There were years LeBron had teams in Cleveland that some of those guys outside of playing with LeBron could not sustain employment in the National Basketball Association. They could not stay employed in the NBA on their own. But when they were on LeBron's team, they actually looked like stars. And they got big contracts and made a lot of money because they were on the team with LeBron James. Now, it's not that all of a sudden they got good while they were playing with LeBron and they became garbage as soon as he left. It's that they were always the same players. Just being around LeBron made them look better than they were. He made their job easier because of how good he was, because of how good, how much of an asset he was. And as of this recording, still is as a basketball player. What I'm saying to you is you need to be that type of person and your work and what you do, that the people around you don't even have to be that good, is that you're so good, you make them look better than they actually are. Or on the other hand, is having you around a burden on them. Do you actually make people worse? Is being around you making them worse or is it making them better? Here's the question. Is your presence a strategic advantage for your peers, meaning your teammates, the people on your team, not your opponents? Or is it a, actually is actually a good question? Is your presence a strategic advantage for the other team? Now, I remember so many pickup places, pickup games and rec leagues and places that I played basketball where we would see a guy on the other team. And we'd actually be happy that that guy was on other teams. They're like, all right, yeah, we, we're glad that he's on their team because this guy thinks he's 10 times better than he actually is. Every time he gets the ball, just let him do whatever he wants to do because he's going to shoot them out of the game. All right, we actually want him on the other team because he's going to make the game easier for us, the opponent. All right, are you that type of person or are you the person that the opponents never want to see because they know your presence is going to make the game hard for them? Point number four, today's topic, once again, be an asset, not a liability. Look at your life and ask yourself the following question. How much are your assets helping you versus what your liabilities are costing you? In other words, you need to look at the balance sheet of your life, so to speak. Look at your assets. Look at your liabilities. Are you making yourself better or worse through your actions? In other words, looking at your day-to-day life, is your the net worth of your value? Let me go with this extended metaphor here. Is the net worth of your value increasing or decreasing? And you can look at your balance sheet based on your associations. Are your associations assets or liabilities? I.e., the people that you're hanging with on a day-to-day basis, are they making you better or making you worse? Are they costing you or are they benefiting you? What about your energies? The way that you're feeling on a day-to-day basis about certain things, about certain places, about certain ideas. I heard this business trainer say the following. He said, if I wake up thinking about the same person that I'm working with, because he would have like client, he would do client work. So if I wake up more than three days in a row annoyed about the same client, then I fire that client. Look at your associations and ask yourself, is there, are there some people that you need to get rid of? 
What about your activities, the things that you're doing on a day to day basis? If you get I forget who it was that said this, but there was a person who said, if I ask myself, I forget the time frame that they gave. Let's say they said a week or maybe they said three days, too. But they said, if I question myself more than three or four days in a row or I feel like I hate what I'm doing three or four days in a row or a month straight or whatever the time frame was, then I know I need to stop doing this thing. Whatever it is that I'm doing, I need to stop doing it because I'm not enjoying it anymore. These are all part of the balance sheet. And understand that when it comes to assets and liabilities, being that we're not talking about black and white things that you can count on a calculator, there are judgment calls that you need to make with this. Something can be an asset to you, but it would be a liability to another person. The exact same thing because you value things differently from other people. So you need to know what your principles are. You need to know what your values are. You need to know what matters to you and what doesn't matter to you. This way you can make judgment calls on what is worth it and what is not worth it for you. All keeping in mind, everybody, as I talked about in episode 1663, that there's always a shit sandwich that you have to eat. So there are no perfect outcomes. So anything in your life that's not perfect does not necessarily mean that it's a liability because I just explained to you, there's certain things I have to do in my business that I don't always love doing. There's some shit sandwiches that I have to eat. Doesn't mean I'm going to close down my business and go you know, be a manager at McDonald's. Like, I'm still going to keep running this business because I'm cool with eating that shit sandwich because I know what I get on the other side of it. So you got to make that decision for yourself understanding that there are no perfect outcomes. So with all that said, let's recap today's class, which is be an asset, not a liability. Definition of an asset is a useful or valuable thing, person, or quality. In business, an asset is something that puts money in your pocket, simply enough. Liability is a person or thing whose presence or behavior is likely to cause embarrassment or put one at a disadvantage. In finance, liability is something that takes money out of your pocket. And both of those definitions came out of the dictionary there. They have a little bit too many relative terms as far as I'm concerned, but I went into detail in the points here today to make you better understand what the asset and liability is when we're talking about human beings. Point number one, see what the situation needs and provide it. There is no such thing as something not being your game if you are a leader. And this show is directed towards people who are or are on their way to becoming leaders. Everything is your game. When you're a difference maker, as we talked about in episodes 2079 and 2080, you don't have the luxury of something not being your game. You must be an asset, which means anything the team needs, you do it. Point number two. Give more in value than you take in return. In the book, The Go-Giver, they talked about the law of value. Give more than what you take in payment. Put more on the table than you take off the table. Just like at a potluck dinner, you have to bring more food than you plan on eating. All right. So don't be the person who wants more, but they are not willing to invest more. Now, a lot of people know their worth when it's time to receive, but they seem to forget about their worth when it's time to invest. Don't be the basketball player who wants to get the ball, but you don't want to work on your game. Or an entrepreneur who wants to sell your shit, but you're not investing in any type of training materials to help you learn how to actually sell your shit. Point number three, when you walk in and out of a room, do things get better or worse? Is the situation better off when you leave or is the situation better when you arrive? It's a simple question and you do know the answer. Do not pretend that you don't. Number four, look at your life. How much are your assets helping you versus what your liabilities are costing you? Because if your liabilities are costing you more than your assets, you're on your way to life bankruptcy. Now, if you understand what I'm saying here, what is your balance sheet looking like? When it comes to your associations, your energies, and your activities, these are questions that you need to think about and you should have clear answers to. And when you get those answers, first of all, if you need help getting those answers, I'm going to tell you how I can help you in a moment. But even when you do have the answers, if you want to change some of that equation, I'm going to tell you how I can help you with that as well. So first of all, you want to get my daily motivation text every day, free of charge, as I told you at the beginning of this show, text me at 305-384-6894. The text is free every single day to your phone. And you want to join my group coaching program or my one-on-one coaching program. Both of them are available at workonyourgameuniversity.com. I have one-on-one with my third-day mastermind group program with my bulletproof mastermind. And 
the Boogerproof Mindset Course, 12-module course, deepest course on mindset training in existence. That is an absolute fact. I stand on it. You can sign up for Boogerproof Mindset. All those buttons, all those links are at one page. If you just go to workonyourgameuniversity.com, it's the only thing you're going to see on the page. Those three things that I just told you, workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.